0: This is the Drummer's Resource Podcast, session 513, and the quote of the day is, It is never too late to be what you might have been. You're listening to the Drummer's Resource Podcast, home of in-depth interviews with the world's greatest drummers, music industry professionals, and thought leaders. Inspiration, education, and motivation for drumming, and beyond, and beyond, and beyond. Hey, what's going on everybody? Nick Rafini here, episode 513 of the podcast, and I hope everybody's doing well and things are things are rocking and rolling over here. And there's I want to talk about a particular topic about the idea of whether or not you should give up. And we're going to get into that in a second. First, I want to remind you that you can insure up to $12,000 worth of your gear for about $150 a year just by going to musicproinsurance.com. I've been using them for years, and we've all seen the sob stories on Instagram where someone's trailer gets broken into, their gear gets gets, uh, stolen. And here's the thing, your car insurance isn't going to cover it. Also, Music Pro Insurance covers theft, water, fire, accidental breakage, you could take your snare drum and throw it down the steps and it could be replaced by Music Pro Insurance. So check them out, musicproinsurance.com. It's about $150 a year for $12,000 worth of gear insurance. So check them out, Music Pro Insurance. Dot com And also check out my friends at Dream Symbols. They make great sounding symbols that don't break the bank. I've been dealing with them for a very long time. They've been sponsoring this podcast for a very long time. They're amazing people. They make great sounding symbols. They do not break the bank. And uh, you should check them out for sure. I know that you'll love them. Check them out. Go to com. So the topic for today, should you give up? And I hear this a lot from... Normally, people who are a little bit later in their career, so they may be in their sort of late 20s or early 30s or late 30s or early 40s. And I think it's easy for us to say, "Well, I haven't made it by now," and I think that you know I'm getting old. It's never going to happen. All these other things. And no matter what age you're at, you always feel like you're so old, right? I remember, you know, when I was in my my early 20s, I felt like I was old. Then when I was in my late 20s, I felt like I was old. And then in my early 30s, I felt like I was old. And then, so it 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 doesn't matter where you are in the timeline. You're probably thinking or feeling like you're running out of time. So let's just first of all say that you're not. Life is long. You have plenty of time. Uh, Also, one of the stories that comes to mind is a guitar player named Wes Montgomery. So Wes Montgomery never even started playing guitar until he was 20 years old and turned out to be one of the greatest jazz guitar players or arguably one of the greatest jazz guitar players of all time. And so that's one of the sort like he he didn't he didn't break until he was younger. But if you if you haven't listened to West Montgomery or, or that doesn't really resonate with you, let's talk about some other people who broke later in their career. And then I always sort of want to break down the thought process of of when. You should. I don't want to say the words give up when you should maybe alter your plan a little bit. You should change some things around. So let's talk about that after this. But here's a couple of people who broke pretty late. Uh, Sheryl Crow was 31 before she got really any recognition. Andrea Bucelli, the famous Italian singer, he was 35. James Murphy from LCD Sound System, he was 35 and, uh, you know, when, when he first hit. Suzanne Boyle, I don't know if you remember her, but she came to international uh, attention as the contestant on Britain's Got Talent, and she was 48 years old. Bill Withers, check this out. Bill Withers, first, his debut record didn't come out until he was 34 years old. Um John Andrasik, uh, for the from the band Five for Fighting, he was 35 when he really broke. Uh, Leonard Cohen was also another person who was 33 years old. Debbie Harry from Blondie was 31, and Two Chains was the the rapper was 34 when he really hit. And Rachel Platten, who had that hit song "Fight Song." She was 34 when that came out. So obviously there's a lot of people that have have broke at a quote-unquote later age. So – and when I say later age, I think it's just internally we think that if we haven't made it by – you know, and I hate the word made it. But if we haven't reached some level of success by the time we're like 25, then we failed and we're never going to make it, which is absolutely insanity and delusional. And I remember Bernard Purdy when we did an interview, he said that we need to stop putting a timetable – on, on quote unquote, making it. There's, there's no age that where you should be, you know, that you should be to a certain point. So just go out and just play music and do your thing and good things will come. So, uh, there, So there are a couple of things that I want to warn you of. One, I, I played this game for a really long time where I would compare myself to others. I would compare myself to how old they were, the success that they've had, you know, what tours they were on, who they were playing with, what shows they've done, what endorsements they had. And all of that is not doing anything any of us, any good, that whole comparison game to other people because we have no idea where they started, how they got there, you know, what, what the circumstances were. And a lot of times we see people who are younger, who may be a little bit more successful than we are. And then we realize that they've actually been doing it 10 years longer than we have. And I know the argument is, well, what if we started at the same time? And this person excelled for, that's fine. We're, this is just a timeline, right? Mike Johnston always talks about that too, about being on a timeline. And you're just at a different point in the timeline than someone else's. And that's perfectly fine. So if you are comparing yourself to the success that other people have had or you're comparing yourself to any other metric that you're that you're looking at don't compare yourself you can't it's not doing you any good if you want to use it for motivation that's one thing but if you if it's if it's being you know, if it's detrimental to you or it makes you feel bad or makes you feel like you're never going to quote unquote make it or whatever it is, you need to stop doing that. Easier said than done. I totally understand it, but you have to get comfortable and get at ease and be at ease with your own journey and realize that this is your journey that you're on and no one else is on that journey except you. All right. So that's the, the mindset side of things. And another aspect of that is like going on, I've t- talked about this before, going on social media and all that stuff. If you see people who are more successful than you are or you think that they're more successful than you are and it's making you feel bad, then you need to get off social media. If you're using it for motivation, good. If it's detrimental to your psyche, bad, right? So that's the the mental side of things. So the other side is the reality of the situation, right? So one, sure, the music business is a younger person's game. And does that mean that there's not 50, 60, 70-year-olds on tour? Absolutely not. That's not what I'm saying, but by and large, the entertainment business in general is a young person's game. So you have to evaluate yourself, your situation on a case-by-case basis. I think someone that is 32 and isn't married and has no kids and has no mortgage is in a different situation than someone who's 32 and has two kids, a mortgage, a wife, all of that sort of stuff. So there's some realities that that you need to face, but that doesn't mean whether you're on either side of that. And here's just to preface this before we go any further, whatever examples I'm using, don't then use the numbers that I'm saying and say, oh, great! I'm in that situation, so it's not going to work for me, or it is going to work for me. We're not. I'm just pulling arbitrary numbers out of the air. So I'm not saying that 32 is old. I'm not saying 32 is young. So I may say 48. I may say 58. I may say 22. I'm literally pulling these numbers out of the out of thin air. So they they don't mean anything. I'm just using them for for reference. So uh, determining what your situation is then you can determine, one, how much more risk you can take. You can determine how much more touring you can do. You can determine how much money you need to make. All of those things are extremely important. So you may be, you know, 22 in a in a spot where like you need to make every penny that you can or you may be 47 and you're like I'm, you know, I'm good with money and I can take some some chances. So it all depends on that. And it also depends on what you really want. So, you know, if if you're 60 and you haven't started playing drums yet, are you, you know, are you going to blow up and be in this huge band? Chances are probably not, right? That's the reality of the situation. But is it impossible? No, it's just going to be really, really hard work. Um, also, you know, if you're, I think a lot of people get into the space where they're like, you know, in their late 20s, late 30s, and they're starting to feel the pressure. They're starting to feel societal pressures. They're starting to feel monetary pressures. They're starting to feel spouse pressure, you know, spousal Spousal? Is that a word? I don't know. Uh, Pressure from their spouse uh, to make money, to, you know, get a quote unquote real job, get more security, all of those things. And I understand all of that. And, And not to harp on the money aspect of it, but money is important. And no one would be thinking about quote unquote giving up if they had enough money. Right. So that's usually the main reason why people are like, this isn't working anymore because they, they're not making enough money to, sus- to sustain themselves. So, what I urge you to do is to try as objectively as possible to evaluate your situation. See where you're at from a monetary standpoint, see where you're at from your family, from your obligations, from your liabilities. You know, are you married? Are you single? Do you have kids? Do you have a mortgage? Do you have student debt? Do you, you know all of these things need to come need to be taken into consideration? So I think step one is really having having an objective view of where you're at in your situation, right? Based on your age and all of those other things that I just mentioned, and and you know you can sit down and write these things out and under and to get a better understanding of of where you're at. And then the second thing is understanding exactly what the goal is, right? And then the third thing would be, okay, how can I make that goal a reality with all of these things that I just listed uh, that are, that are sort of, I don't want to say that are cons, but just the the snapshot of where I am, right? How old am I? Uh, where do I live? How much money do I have? How much money do I need? Who who else do I need to support? What do I have to pay for? All of those things. You need, you know, you need to think of, is my skill set there? You know, am I, am I 28, but I started playing drums when I was 27. You're probably not, you know, there yet in terms of, of skill to be able to really be pro or or further your career. Like I would work on practicing and all that sort of stuff. So evaluate your situation, um, figure out what the goal is, and then figure out exactly how you can get there. So the, but the question is, when, when do you give up or should you ever give up? I don't. I don't like the black and white idea of making it, not making it. You know, giving up, not giving up. I think there's a lot of gray area, and I think that th- that people are afraid to live in that area. And I think that we should live in that area a little bit more, depending on how situations change. So if you realize, look, I have a mortgage. I have two kids. You know, I have. Uh, I, I live in in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I can't move to L.A. or New York or any of these other places, and. But I really want to further my career. Then I think that you start making minor adjustments in your in your life to figure out how where you can steal away some more time. Maybe it's maybe it's changing a job. Maybe it's losing some of your some of your other hobbies that you have. have. Maybe you don't play fantasy football anymore and you focus on you know growing a little bit more in your music career. Or maybe you stop watching TV. Maybe you uh, you know stop going to the bar as much. Whatever whatever it is. Maybe you trim some of those hobbies out to focus more on music. And I think every single person, it's a case-by-case basis, but the idea of I'm 42, it's not working, I'm giving up, that's it. I don't like that plan. I don't like that because I'm, I'm very afraid of regret. And I think that, yes, you have to be real about the situation. Like if you're 60, you've never played a gig before, chances are you're not gonna get the John Mayer gig right that's the reality but the other side of it is if you design your life the way in a way that works for you it may not be the ideal thing but there's other factors that come into play that you need to deal with like i said like the mortgages and the family and you know the location and monetary and all of those sorts of things so you do what you need to do to figure that side of it out while still making sure that you're getting fulfillment from the other side, which is you playing and each person has to figure that out for themselves and you can lean heavily one way or another, I believe, and still get everything that you want, right? So you may have to work a day gig and play, but would you rather just work the day gig and not play at all? So, you know, or you may be able to say, look, for the next year, I'm going to really try to give this thing a go because financially I'm a little bit more secure, so i can I can do that, so the this is a very long <laughs> a long way of saying, do I think that you should give up? No, do I think that you need to be realistic about your situation? one hundred percent, and that's the scary part that gets a lot of people in trouble is being delusional about the situation so you if if you embrace reality and deal with it, as Ray Dalio says, which is one of my favorite favorite quotes, and it's it's not. When he says embrace reality and deal with it, he's not saying like, oh, you need to step up and, and deal with it. He's saying, listen, figure out what reality is and then figure out how you can deal with that reality. Figure out how you can embrace that reality and and deal with it. So if you're in debt, you have student loans, mortgage, three kids, live in Tuscaloosa, you know that's your reality and you have to deal with it. That doesn't mean that you're in a bad situation. It just means your situation is different than someone who's 22, who lives in LA, who is free to come and go as they please, doesn't really have any financial obligations, et cetera, et cetera. Advantage, on neither side. I think that they are both individual situations and you just need to figure out what your situation is and figure out how you can integrate everything together. So again, should you give up? No. Should you be realistic about your situation? Yes. Should you really sit down and figure all of this stuff out and not be delusional and just think one day that the phone is going to ring and you're going to land the gig that you want. Yes. You have to live in reality. You can't be delusional about these things. And everyone does it. People, musicians, entrepreneurs, it doesn't matter. People in their relationships think that they're usually we lean towards the positive. So we think things are, are going better than they actually are. And so the minute that you get real about, about your situation, I think that is the first step towards integrating your life with your passion, the things that you want to do. And you can start moving into the direction that you think. So one, no, don't give up. Two, you're not too old or whatever. You're just, you're, you're either in one situation or another. So don't put age on it. Just Look at your situation. Don't look at anyone else's situation. And the other side of that too is, if you're looking at someone else and you're envious of what they have, just remember you don't get to pick and choose parts of their life that you want. If you want their life, you have to have all of it. So if you're, you know, if you're uh, if you're single and you're out there on the road all the time, but you're envious of of uh, you know someone who who is staying home with their kids and all that stuff just remember that you know they don't get the tour but the other side of it is if you're home with your kids and you have a day job and you see all these people out on the road remember that you know sometimes those people aren't married or they don't have kids or they've sacrificed a lot to be on the road so every situation is different figure out your situation don't give up learn how to adjust learn how to adapt and learn how to make your passion and your life work together Sound good? Cool. Until the next podcast, keep drumming. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll be talking to you soon. Peace.